from hidden local hotspots to outrageous wildlife rescues and trend-setting hotels. WestCoastTraveler.com shares the latest travel news from your local community and beyond. Travel the spectacular west coast of the U.S. and Canada without leaving your armchair and start taking notes for your next adventure. Make your next vacation or staycation the best it can be. Visit westcoasttraveler.com. Welcome to Off the Page, a weekly podcast by the Comox Valley Record. I'm Erin Halischuk, a journalist with The Record. Join me as we take a deeper look at the people and stories in the Comox Valley. From books to thermal cameras and everything in between, libraries across the Comox Valley and Vancouver Island truly do have something for everyone. However, not everyone may know what is all inside. Joining us today are Comox Valley librarians Allison Trimble and Chris Ward, along with David Carson, spokesperson for Vancouver Island Regional Libraries, to talk about the future of what libraries could be as the organization is embarking on a new strategic plan. Welcome all to the podcast. Thank you. Allison and Chris... Let's start with you first. Can you tell me a little bit about your backgrounds and why you decided that you both wanted to be librarians? Allison, why don't we start with you? Sure, I'll go first. So I grew up in the Comox Valley and I lived in Montreal for about nine years and then Vancouver. And I did my undergraduate degree in literature and creative writing. I've definitely always loved the written word, but had some time after finishing that degree where I was tree planting, a little bit directionless, not sure quite what my next step was going to be. And very interested in kind of community work and being rooted in community in place. And also spent a lot of time in various small towns using their public libraries as a tree planter. And so I I found myself at the library just bubbled out of the soup something that really made sense as a good fit and then I was very lucky to be able to return to the Comox Valley here where I grew up and to be able to do this work in a community that I really love and have roots in. And Chris how about yourself? My background is more in social service work. I used to work with youth and work with community in that way. And I found myself working as a library assistant in a public library. And I just, I fell in love with the work. I fell in love with the space and working with people in that way. I just realized how community can really come together in the space and how you can engage with community in so many different ways. So that really led me to want to pursue being a librarian. And I know this is the larger question that we're looking at here, but all three of you can jump in on this answer. You touched on it a little bit, Chris, and yourself as well, Allison, is how have the roles of libraries really changed, particularly since the pandemic, especially, but even over the past decade or two, how have you seen what the role of libraries in community, how has that changed for all of you? So I think a lot of people have this sort of stereotype of a very traditional librarian with a cardigan and a bun and who's like shushing everyone very strictly and you're not allowed to speak in the library and there's tall shelves of books and they have the librarian holds all the secret knowledge of how to find everything and over the past couple of decades libraries have really been shifting away from that role as like the gatekeepers of the knowledge and the information and the space and opening it up to the community 
and really shifting what we do with that space. So as ebooks and digital collections have become more important, we still have our print collection, but it has grown smaller. And then we found different ways to use that physical space within the library to have more community meeting rooms and tables and kind of other activities where people can come together within the library. And I think the role of the librarian has also changed to be engaging with different community groups and we're doing in-person programming and having activities and things like that in the library. And Chris, how about yourself? Have you seen the shift? I know you came onto the library system, we were saying just around when the pandemic started. So that must have been quite the experience for you. Yeah, I've definitely noticed that people that use libraries and love libraries really need them and all of their needs can be different. And post-pandemic, I think you can see people returning to the library. And I was doing story times and people were commenting on how happy they were to return to story time. So it really is a place that people rely on as part of their day, as part of their week to visit the library. And I think it's changed for me. You know, breaking barriers to access is really important for me. Coming out from behind the desk and engaging with community is really important. And Allison was saying, it's not just about books. It's not just about our collections, although that's really important. There's so much that's going on and so much programming and non-traditional materials and activities that we have that we can offer the community. And David, I know one of the initiatives was to really spread the concept of what libraries could potentially be within communities. And I mentioned it a little bit in the intro, offerings that libraries have for people who maybe just are in that concept of just offering traditional books and magazines and things like that, one of them being thermal cameras, I know that's available here in the Comox Valley. Can you talk a little bit about some of the shifts that libraries have taken on in their collections? In my role at the library doing communications and marketing, one of the most common things we hear from people when we're out talking about all the things that libraries offer these days is surprise and disbelief at the breadth and the scope of what libraries offer. Allison mentioned that antiquated vision of the librarian in a bun shushing people. That still is a pretty common, I think, vision that, that's in people's minds. But when we promote in our communities, just the great range of things that are available, whether that's ebooks and audiobooks to streaming content to the amazing programming that's happening in all our branches and virtually across the system, people are just absolutely shocked and amazed at the breadth and the scope of what they're seeing. And so I always look at my job and the job of my team as moving libraries from the best kept secret in town mm -hmm. to the most well-used resource in town, because we absolutely have something for you that's relevant for you, that's engaging for you. And it's just a matter of making sure that people have that awareness because, yeah, there's truly something for everyone to pique every interest and to spark every passion. We've also noted, interestingly, in terms of shifting habits at the onset of the pandemic, when everything closed down, our e-library, our digital resources, so our e-books, et cetera, saw obviously a huge spike. And while it's great and we're seeing people coming back to the branches and we're seeing people returning to the programming, it's interesting that we're not seeing a reduction in the digital consumption. In fact, it's still increasing quarter over quarter. So it's so as our physical circulation is going back, up and people are coming back to our branches, that huge push we saw to the virtual environment is being sustained and it's still growing even after the pandemic. So that's a really interesting shift that we're seeing in people's consumption habits. And that kind of is a good segue into what you guys are 
doing going forward is looking at a new strategic plan. And I know sometimes those words are a little bit intimidating for somebody who maybe hasn't heard of one or participated in one. Why a new strategic plan and what are you hoping people can give and in terms of feedback and community meetings, what are you looking for? So Vural as an organization, we're 86 this year. So we've been a satellite organization in, on Vancouver Island and now in Haida Gwaii and Bella for a number of decades. Looking ahead, we know that we have to focus on reconciliation, on adaptation, on innovation and service transformation. And we know that we want to do that at the community level. So the best way we can do that is by talking to our community members and finding out exactly what their dreams are for their library. So I I look at the strategic plan as a once every five year opportunity for the public to come out and have these really important conversations about what they love about their library, what their dreams are for their library, what maybe isn't working very well for them about their library, and to have this opportunity to talk with staff across the system and then to have that input feed into a larger plan that's going to then dovetail into our future direction for the next five years is really exciting. So if people are interested in libraries, if they're interested in in the issues that matter to us and want to have a voice and a say in our future direction, this strategic planning process and the workshops that are going to be happening in the Comox Valley starting really soon are that opportunity that people are looking for. And we'll put in the show notes exactly all the details specifically in the Valley for how people can participate. So if anybody does want to do that, all that information will be in there. Chris, for yourself, what are you hoping to get from the public feedback in terms of the future of libraries? I'm hoping that people feel empowered to share what they want to see and to know that it's not our library, it's their library, and to feel invested in what's going on here. And I'm really looking forward to hearing what the community needs are. That's really central to the work that I do as a librarian and central to the work that we do here. It's just we have such a focus on what our community needs. And so this is just a really good opportunity for us to hear that. And we just want the community to know that we're listening. And uh, I want them to feel empowered to let us know what they want to see. And Allison, have you, over your experience as a librarian, how has the shift in terms of the actual collections and services of the library, where do you see that going based on, I know the feedback hasn't quite happened yet with the Strat plan, but where do you see that going over the next five years? So over the next five years, I think we're going to continue to come up with new and interesting ideas. I think as librarians, we're always really putting creativity into both our programming and also how our collections could change and expand. We're also watching what other libraries across the country, across the globe are doing in terms of creating new and special lending collections. Like you said, we haven't got the feedback yet, so I can't say exactly what direction we might go, but we're, we're already doing so many different interesting things, even just in the last like year since we've started to be able to do more in person. I think the pandemic, because we had a pause on all of our in-person programming, it gave everybody a little bit of a reset. So the things that we've just been doing for a long time because we'd been doing them for a long time, we stopped and we had a bit of time to think, okay, what, what might I let go? what might I start fresh? And so just this fall, really getting back to 100% of our in-person programming. Mm -hmm. And we've got lots of 
fun and interesting new things going on. In Courtney, there's a kids book club where the kids aren't all reading the same book, but there's a general theme and they all read something. So like last month, I think they all read like an outdoors book. They come together and talk about it and they did like a fun activity where they're like in a tent and they brought their flashlights and turned the lights out and they had hot cocoa and all kinds of fun stuff like that. In Comox, we're doing like a family fun night. We've just started seed libraries at all three of our local branches. And Chris has been doing some really wonderful partnership work related to those seed libraries. So working with, I think you had some visits to farms and you had the seed cleaning, mobile seed cleaning unit come to the library, uh, really wonderful stuff like that. And I think in the next five years, we're just gonna see more and more interesting ideas and creativity. And I think in terms of what we're hoping to get out of these community engagement sessions, we want to hear from the people who use their library and love their library and are thinking about it already. But I also really would love to see some of the people who've never been into the library before and might not feel like it is for them or just have no idea what's going on and just want to check it out. So that's what I'm hoping to see. And David, maybe you can just to wrap up here, walk us through the timeline of the strategic plan after the community engagement sessions across Vancouver Island. Where does it go from there? So right now, throughout the month of October, we are doing just a the broad swath of our community engagement. So that means workshops in every one of our 39 communities. So Cumberland is actually on October 12th. We have Union Bay on October 14th, Courtney on October 17th, Hornby Island on October 18th. We also have virtual workshops that are happening on October 13th and 18th. And at the same time, we have a survey that's running across the system that's going to be going all month long. We have focus groups that are happening all month long. So we have this broad machine of public engagement stuff that's happening. If people want to find out more, they can head over to virl.bc.ca and click on the Strat Plan link and they'll find all the information on all the ways that they can engage with us. So what it looks like after that basically is we get this huge amount of data and input from our community and then we have to go through and work on what we've heard, develop draft plans. It basically culminates with a the, our board of trustees and that's 39 elected officials from across our service area basically approving a plan to launch in the spring of 20. It's an exciting time ahead. We've engaged staff several times. We've engaged our board. We're generating tons and tons of data, and it's going to be so great to see it all culminate in a plan that we can all say that we're a part of. Thank you so much all for taking the time. Really appreciate it and uh, looking forward to what the libraries will be going forward. Thank you again. Thank you. That's this edition of Off the Page, produced by the Comox Valley Record. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. Email us at offthepage at comoxvalleyrecord.com. Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com.